All right, here we are back again with another MCU after show. This is uh, on the Zim video and Creative Mind podcast. All right, I'm going to break this down again. This is where I like to talk about what's going on in the MCU. I started this show, you know, when WandaVision, the last few episodes of WandaVision, gearing up for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and we're going to continue on. This is basically a somewhat reaction show to what we saw what we what we saw for loki um and anything else that comes out for the mcu i don't tend to do this show unless there's something like a movie or a show like loki um and then i wait a few days after the episode drops so we can listen to what all the other pundits say and hopefully this can be a reaction to the reactions as well as a reaction to the actual show so it happens like i said it happens on the Zim video on my YouTube channel, but it also is a audio only podcast. So if you don't have YouTube premium or um, you want to listen to this as an audio only format, you can find it at Creative Mind Podcast. It's on all the podcast players or the links of each place. My YouTube channel is linked up in the description of the podcast. My podcast is linked up in the description of the YouTube um, show. So that's about it for that, and it's going to be a weekly show while Loki's happening um, on for every Friday at 10 a.m. If I should happen to not be able to record uh, live um, at that time, I'll post in the community section of the YouTube page when I will be doing the show. I'll just move it probably later in the day or some other time, maybe, maybe move it to another day. But um, that's basically it. That's what's going on. <laughs> Thanks a lot for joining if you decided to check this out. And, you know, I encourage, hopefully more people will come and want to be engaged in the conversation and have things they want to talk about with the MCU and Loki in particular. Um, and just want to want to chat it up about the shows because uh, it's a lot of fun to have you guys interact with the show. So I encourage you to do that. If you're if you're listening to this on the on the podcast version side of it and you want to make a comment, the best way to do that is to jump over, to find the video of it on YouTube and um, throw something in the comments. Say, hey, Zim, I heard you say this about this. This, I don't think you're right or that was totally awesome, whatever. And today, um, so it's our first, you know, episode of Loki, which was called Glorious Purpose. And the way I break this show out is um, I kind of fell into this kind of pattern of uh, talking about every character that shows up in the show and what what kind of they role they played and how they you know develop the story of the show but every once in a while there's something that needs to be said that has nothing necessarily to do with a particular character it's like more of an overarching kind of concept for the whole show and i'm going to start with that again today and the the overarching concept well first off is um out the gate, I'm so last time I did this, I did this last week, this show last week as like a preparation for this. And I said that I think this is gonna be the best of the Disney Plus series. And out the gate so far, it is to me, it is clearly on track to be the best of the Disney Plus series in terms of story, in terms of um, production value, like all the things are. Yes, all signs point to 
we are gonna we are on, we are in for a great ride with this um, all across the board. And one of the things that stood out to me so far in the first episode um, was the production value. Like I did not once feel like any scene that happened in this couldn't have been in a feature length movie. You know, so like the production value, and we'll see if that maintains. Like so far with WandaVision was the one that was that fell out of that that cinema quality production value a couple times for me. Falcon and Winter Soldier maintained like ninety eight percent of the time it was cinema quality production value, which I really appreciated. But there was a there was a few moments that it fell out. So far, one episode deep of Loki, um, production value felt like it could have been in the cinemas like so i'm really happy about that so we did have a couple of people j jump into the stream but they left <laughs> so if you have any thoughts you want to add in as i'm talking feel free to do it in the chat would love your support that way so let's keep it going but um um so yeah so really stoked on the production value and then the vibe so the other thing that i've noticed um, about the MCU, one of the things they do with their movies and just kind of everything they've been doing lately is it's not just a superhero comic book movie or whatever it is. Um, it's a, they layer it with another kind of um, uh, genre in a way. And uh, of course, the easiest examples are like, are not, are like um, Captain America, the Winter Soldier is, was like a, like a like a espionage type of spy thriller type thing um you know like ant-man was like a heist movie um you know there's they they kind of they layer with different types of genres without so what i'm feeling from this one is they're bringing with loki is they're bringing this kind of like may i'll just say well i wrote down like this procedural kind of idea this like you know, like NCIS and all those kind of like cop shows, they're doing this like murder mystery kind of cop show. It's like the, you got the detective, Mobius is our detective, and you have a slight like courtroom drama. You know, you got, um, well, how, how do you say it? Ravona Renslayer, you know, is like the judge, and we'll see how often she shows up in the show. We'll talk more about her in a, in a little bit. But so you got this layer of like this detective murder mystery kind of vibe. And, and then of course the comedy is in there. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it, that's kind of like the, the, the layering that I'm feeling is going to be happening throughout this show. That's like this detective, this detective show is kind of what it's going to be, uh, which is cool. I think it's pretty cool. And then you're going to have, so I heard in one article somewhere, Kevin Feige said something that, um, he believes, you know, the, the relationship between, um, Loki and Mobius is going to be one of the, um, one of the, um, kind of favorite duos in the MCU, you know, so it'll be interesting to see, see if they can top the, you know, the, the, the Thor, um, banner <laughs> duo from Ragnarok. Cause that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that one. And then of course, Bucky and Sam were a great duo in, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So for Kevin Feige to say that he thinks people are going to think um, Loki and Mobius are going to be a favorite duo moving forward is pretty awesome. Hey, Brody, thanks for jumping in the chat. I appreciate your support. 
Um, if you have any questions about the MCU, if you're a fan of the MCU, if you watch Loki, throw in the comments, throw in the chat what you think about it and what your um, what, any questions you have for me. If you want my thoughts on anything, so now we're gonna what we're gonna do is jump into. I think that's pretty much covers all the kind of overarching um, kind of thoughts. So, but so now we're gonna jump into the characters that showed up in the show, and the, the basically I'm not only gonna do the main characters. I'm not gonna do any like really deep dives into side characters. It's just the main, there was four main characters that showed up um, in the show that were kind of worth talking about. So if, I'm just gonna start from basically the top of the pyramid and work our way down. Um, and obviously Loki is the big, big gun of the show. So it's like, what did we learn? One of the great things about this, um, one of the things I always talk about when I, when I watch movies or when I talk about um, like these kind of things, like this MCU, you know, even serialized show, it's like all to make it good, to make it good, it's about character development and how can you develop characters? How can you continually develop characters? Um, and they're obviously doing that with Loki. Like, so the one thing that I was worried about in a way is like we as an audience, we are used to where we left off with Loki, which was when, you know, Infinity War, um, Endgame, where basically he died. You know, that arc that he had through the the main MCU, you know, he kind of somewhat redeemed himself and he became like this kind of anti-hero in a way. Like, and so how are they gonna, how is the audience gonna, how are they gonna write the character? Cause they wanted, I feel like they would want to catch him up to the point that we left off with him they they want to catch him up to where the audience left off with him so it would feel kind of weird to go back to the character that he was at the end of event the original avengers movie and so they did a really good job i felt like of catching us up like that like they they like forced him back into the character that we know within the 50 minutes of watching the first episode of loki because they did start they tried to start it right away like I'm the same character that left Avengers, but then through the episode, which was only like less than 24 hours of like real time in a way, they were able to um, bring him to a place that the audience is now used to seeing Loki, which I think they did a really good job of that. And it didn't feel jarring. It didn't feel weird. Um, and that was, that was really good. The one thing that I'm really curious about that I haven't heard anybody talk about really yet in, in depth and you know, I'm sure we'll get more of this as time goes on, but the scene where they pick him up from the desert, um, was it the Moby Desert? I forget. But um, in Mongolia, right? At the, the beginning of the episode. Oh, by the way, this is open spoilers. <laughs> you know, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't hide anything here. We just talk about whatever we feel like. Um, the moment where he looks back at the time reset thing i forget what they call them but the little t the re the timeline reset device and they're going through the portal and he looks back and he kind of like has this expression on his face that's like what is that you know what is going on like whoa like something crazy and then it's like the question of so they reset the timeline does that mean they they put the tesseract basically the moment where he picks up the Tesseract and goes to the desert, 
they reset the timeline to that point, but do they like re are they have the power, I guess, to rewrite it so that um so that he uh <clears throat> so that he doesn't pick up the Tesseract and the Tesseract stays within that timeline. So everything within that original timeline actually continues on. Like that's a little bit confusing to me. If they're I wonder if they're gonna explain that at all yet. Um, how that works when they when they reset a timeline like what happens like what actually happens um, that'd be interesting to know and then this idea of the multiverse something we've talked about before um, with how the MCU is defining the multiverse so it's kind of like they there's this so we know there's like the different there's like earth 616 and then there's earth I think for the MCU it's 199999 and so there's these concepts of parallel universes, but I think the multiverse in the MCU really means different, not necessarily like I exist, Zim exists multiple times in multiple universes. It's more like the dark dimension and different places like that, different dimensions that maybe aren't parallel. They're just different realities of completely different realities is kind of what I think how they're defining the multiverse because it's going to be interesting like this sacred timeline concept they they're bringing up it's like does that mean that there is no other like parallel reality at all and then so then how does that play into that really can affect the possibilities of what um, might be coming up in the spider-man movies because if that's the case, if there's no parallel timelines, then maybe the the Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man theories is correct that they're not gonna be in the the next Spider-Man movies. I don't know. It's it's my brain. It kind of hurts my brain thinking about it. But um, it's just interesting to see how does or does timeline and parallel universes are they two separate things? Like I I don't know. Maybe each universe has multiple timelines or po the possibility of multiple timelines like I, it's just i haven't quite wrapped my head around what they're trying to tell us with this kind of um sacred timeline idea and how that works so that'll be interesting to hopefully find out more about um as we go forward okay so that's you know loki anything else about loki that i wanted to mention but i'm really happy with the development of the character how they got us into you know, they brought us back to the Loki that we know, you know, they, so it'll be interesting moving forward that we won't feel like it's, it doesn't feel right. So that's what's going on there. The next character, character I want to talk about is Mobius. Um, great. Like I'm excited to see how he develops in the, um, in this story. I don't know. There's nothing, m everything I have to talk about Mobius is really have to talk about Owen Wilson. And I really enjoyed his interplay, like the the writing, the very Owen Wilson kind of um, style of, you know, character. Like it, it felt very g good for his character and who he is as an actor. And it, fe it feels like it's a good fit. And my favorite, I don't know my favorite scene, but one scene I noticed was the when he's approaches the judges bench, Ravona Renslayer's bench and he says that you know 
I always feel like I'm looking up to you and it feels right or something like that. And um, that that's such an Owen Wilson line. And my mom actually pointed it out when when we were watching it. She's like, oh, that's so Owen Wilson. <laughs> and it was just like, it was really good. It was really funny. Um, but it'll be, uh, let's, I don't really, I don't, actually, I don't have much to, to go deep on Mobius other than, you know, it'll be interesting to see how he plays out the dynamic, like, what um i guess is a good opportunity to talk about how you know they say the um the time the tva was created by the timekeepers the three timekeepers does that mean it was like a snap of the fingers all these people that work there were just instantly created so like the one guy that took the tesseract like the administrative guy that kind of had a few lines with loki um, he said, I've lived my whole life behind a desk. So he doesn't know what a fish is. And does that mean it kind of solidifies or affirm, reaffirms the fact that yes, these people, they've only, they were just created to do this job and that's what they do e eternally. So does that mean they like don't eat? <laughs> they don't go to the bathroom. They just kind of like exist or like, I wonder how that all works because i for a second i was thinking like because of this i really hope this is the other thing i really hope they do i really hope they um bring us to other areas of the tva like when you look out the window and you see that kind of cityscape that kind of interesting futuristic kind of retro futuristic cityscape i'm really i want to know like what is all that are those like living quarters for people as well or are they just all just keeping track of the timeline like what is it do do these people of the tva have houses or they just continually work all the time it's like you know i don't because he did mobius did say we'll take this up tomorrow so maybe they do sleep i don't know we'll see we'll see what how that all um, plays out as time goes on I'm interested to see what that happens there and then the last two characters I really don't have much to add to other than it'll be interesting to see how they develop is Ravona Renz. Oh, I keep on. Um, so on the YouTube side, I have little pictures I brought for each character. So I totally forgot to bring up Mobius's picture. So I did that real quick. So we're going to jump into um, Ravona, Ravenna, Ravona. Ra I don't know how to pronounce it. Ravona Renslayer. Um, obviously, you know, we only had a moment with her, but according to the comics, she's fairly important because she has a relationship with king the conqueror who is very much integrated to the tva the timekeepers um so we'll see the connection there if that if they still do that if they still give her that relationship in the mcu or if she's just a character that lives separately of that relationship so she's either a very important character possibly moving forward or she's just a sideline not that important character but kind of shows up a lot kind of like a possibly like a tva version of jimmy woo's character in um in a falcon the winter soldier i mean uh, in a wandavision but um but maybe even less more but it'll be interesting if she if we ever see her anywhere but besides behind the judge's desk i mean it, i don't i have no idea what they're gonna do with her and how they're gonna incorporate her into the rest of the show um seems like she's an important character but because she has authority it sounds like she has authority over mobius even 
So, yeah, it'll be interesting. And then the last character to talk about is uh, Hunter B-15, um, which at this point, um, she is pretty much comic relief. You know, <laughs> she is like the comic relief of the the show, which is interesting. I hope, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I don't know if they, I don't know. Hopefully maybe they give her something a little more in depth, but um, that's just, it just, she just feels like comic relief. Every time we're going to see her on the screen, it's like, it's going to be some kind of comic relief. Um, so I'm just prepared for that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically it. I think there's a couple other things to mention. Um, the, the idea, so we, I'm, so the predictions, right? I'm, we don't know who the main villain is. I'm pretty much on the theory that it's a Lady Loki character because we know in the, when they show us the, when they, when that one agent goes to Mobius and said, you're going to want to see this and they have the card of, of Loki and they say on the, on the side column, it says gender and it says fluid. I guess that's representing the idea that this Loki can be either a male or female, depending on the timeline, depending on where they're coming from. I don't know how that totally works, but if it's a sacred timeline and they're all offshoots of the sacred timeline, then wouldn't he always be male? I don't know how that's going to work, but I have this feeling like we're going to get a lady Loki is, is the idea that we're, we're heading toward. So we'll see if that unfolds, if that's correct. And then um, the other idea is like, why are they collecting these time reset things, these little, those little devices? And essentially somebody said, I heard, I think I heard it on New Rock, or not New Rock, I think I heard it on um, the Rob Core Geek Culture Explained, was, um, you know, collecting these, these time things to make basically like a time bomb, <laughs> you know, like, to do something when you collect enough of them, you know, and you can connect them or do something with them that it'll really mess things up. So we'll see what their their agenda is. Like, what's the agenda of this evil person? Are they working for somebody else? <sighs> Sorry, little yawn. Are they working for somebody else? Is is this like a connection to Kang the Conqueror because he's pretty important, going to be pretty important coming up in the MCU? I don't know what's going on there obviously no none of us do um so that'll be fun to check out um and i felt like there was one other thing i was gonna say but i can't remember now but that's it i guess what did you guys think about the show did you enjoy the first episode of loki i dug it i think it's gonna be so fun i can't wait till the next episode um looking forward to it totally looking forward to it so on a to wrap this episode up, on another side note of the MCU, we have um, uh, Black Widow coming out soon. I just saw like they're hyping up the the uh, promotion a little bit more. We have July 9th, I believe, is the or July 6th. Uh, I can't remember, but it's in early July. We have we have Black Widow coming out. Super stoked for that gonna be interesting to see how that ties into the rest of the mcu it's so interesting you have something like loki which is kind of off world okay this is one other thing i wanted to mention about loki well i'll come to that in a second but you have loki which is kind of this off world parallel universal kind of idea and then you get 
very grounded again in a way with earthbound, you know, um, Black Widow. And they both exist within the same cinematic universe. And it's just interesting that we're, it's cool, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm just so impressed with how the MCU has developed this show and um, kind of made it happen. So, yeah, the the other thing I wanted to mention was uh, I'm curious to see if the one thing I was kind of disappointed with was during the when Loki was when Mobius was showing Loki his like greatest hit right. It was basically all from you know it was basically all from the Avengers first movie and and that just if in in terms of timeline that like just happened that was like less than 24 hours ago within the show and so to have that be the greatest hits just it just seemed kind of i was like ah, i wanted to see more but then obviously they did the db cooper thing and i was it's interesting that they used that for that moment so moving forward like how are they gonna do some of those plays on history because they have like things like the there's like urban legend things that are sprinkled throughout like they use like josta a, a soda brand like they they're sprinkling in things that don't exist anymore or it, and it's gonna be interesting to how see how they do that the db cooper may be the only like one that's actually acted out um and they just put it there i was wondering kind of where that would show i was kind of surprised that it showed up where it did because it was in the in the promotion for the the show and i was like oh they're already giving us this okay that's interesting but um but yeah anyways that's pretty good i think we covered it i'd love to hear your thoughts if you want to join if you want to join this conversation so the plan is to do it every saturday every friday at 10 a.m pacific standard time on the youtube channel and then shortly after that i'll publish it to the podcast side of it on creative mind um so jump in the comments if you want to join this live jump in the chat with me i'd love to hear your thoughts about what you think about um loki and and anything about the mcu or if you have any questions for me just common kind of q a whatever ask me anything type stuff you can feel free to do that but um yeah until next time as always uh be loving kind and patient peace